Okay. You want those? You want those waves nice and tiny because I can fix them if they're tiny. But if you get okay, they're blown, tiny. They're tiny. Then we're good. Plants. I can assume that your levels are going to come out like a screaming lunatic. Uh, yeah, you can count on that. Okay, great. <laughs> I think people are. I think people have come to expect that from you. I love you. Hello, my name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. Hi, I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm here to rock you like a hurricane with all the good games. Hi, I'm Chris Plant, and my game is pretty good this time. My name is Russ Frostick, and I'm a... Skylanders. You don't have to sing <laughs> every time. What is Skylanders. that? Skylanders. So, That's, so to get just so I'm clear, your introduction was I'm Rush Freshdick and Skylanders. Yeah, I wanted to give people a preview of what they can expect. <laughs> is Skylanders your game? No, yeah, I Sky think he's saying he is a Skylanders. <laughs> no, not 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 plural, singular. Russ I'm a Skylander. He's a he's a plastic toy that little kids pay five hundred dollars for on eBay. <laughs> it's like yes. that Richard Pryor movie, The Toy, starring Rush Freshdick. As Richard Pryor. <laughs> hey, so every week on The Besties, we talk about new games released that week. We pit them against each other in a battle for supremacy. And whichever game comes out on top has to do battle with our current reigning champion, which is still Journey. So I think this is the week that you it, think is the week it that the it gets unseated. Uh, mm -hmm. Journey was declared game of the week because it, uh, game of the year because it lets players talk to each other. Uh, without knowing their identities, so it could, in theory, uh, well, heal the wounds in the Middle East. I mean, it does not... It specifically doesn't do that thing you just said. It lets Wait. players play together without communicating. Right. No, they can communicate, but they just can't talk. Can't talk mm -hmm. without talking. That's what right. I said. Griffin, who is pitching first this week? Um, up, to, up to the plate. This week... Let's go pandemic rules. Who was the last person to be sick? Because I got I got pretty sick after PAX. Uh, I, I was sick in January. That's pretty far away. Anybody sicker? Was anybody sick after Monday? No. no. Okay, great. Um, I'll go first this week. I am bringing to the table uh, a little game. And by a little game, I mean a gigantic, unbelievably large game called Xenoblade Chronicles for the Nintendo Wii system. I This looks like the uh, kind of game that makes me... It's like Clonopin. I take good. it, I'm just like... Argh. I'm just glad that everybody on this show has such an open mind. But no, it's it, only because the title and everything title. I know about it. <laughs> Tell me a better title. Can you give me a better title for the game? I can, I can give you what? Gears of War. Okay. Gears of War Chronicles. All right. Because that Halo, way I would pay attention. Halo, Halo Blade, Call of Duty. <laughs> Tell me about this game, Griffin. Um, so it's uh, it's an RPG. It's a it's a Japanese RPG in the truest sense, um, and it takes a lot of the concepts of a Japanese RPG and sort of refines them for uh, a more modern audience. There's still a lot of uh, tropes. And there, like the characters are all sort of archetypes of the characters that you've come to know and love in JRPGs. Like there's the young boy destined to save the world from, uh, you know, an encroaching enemy force. But, um, it, it's actually very, very 
neat. It's almost like an MMO where it's not online, so you don't have to deal with other people, which is, I'm sure, appealing to some people who have played MMOs. Um, it takes place in this incredibly large world, which I, it's on one Wii disc, and I don't, I still don't understand how they managed to squish all that down. It might have something to do with the fact that it looks like a Dreamcast game. Um, uh, but the, it's got a really great story and really great uh, voice acting by these people who have all these very charming British accents. Uh, and it's got probably the neatest thing about it is so the the titular Xenoblade uh, allows you to see into the future, uh, which has all kinds of implications on the story. Uh, but in fights, there's it's really neat because you're almost always outnumbered and outgunned. Uh, by enemies, but if you see, you can see into the future sometimes if somebody's about to like lay down a killing blow on somebody on your team, you can see into the future and see it happening. And then it gives you like a few options to like skirt that future. So you have a way of like, you're basically constantly cheating death. Um, and fights aren't turn based, they're very dynamic. Um, <laughs> so you're talking about MMOs and people wanting to play MMOs without other people in them? When yeah. I think about MMOs, I don't really think, oh, those games are so much fun as like gameplay experiences. Sure. They're sort of crappy. As right. Gameplay. Well, th- I mean, it's not. I was more talking about the scope of it rather than the, you know, clicking on a thing and then pressing one yeah. until it dies. Griffin, how accessible is it with this? Game oh, game God, or? not at all. Zero percent. Real, like no accessibility. I'm, I'm as I, I love a good JRPG. Uh, and I'm about 15 hours in, and there are still, there are there are mechanisms within mechanisms in this game, and I still don't understand all of them. Um, but the ones I do, I it's it's not because they're confusing. I think I think it's just because there's like hundreds of them. Mm. Um, so there's there's I mean I've heard from people that it's it's got you know over a hundred hours of stuff to do. Um, and if you're into like JRPGs and you're into like mechanical improvement of of characters then this this game's going to be your jam the coolest part of this game is that you can cheat death right that's what you said yeah and about this feels like the setup to a burn i'm just no 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 no, just go i'm seeing into the future and i'm seeing a burn (laughs) how how long how long do you have to play the game uh i mean you don't have to you don't have to play it at all if you don't want it Sure, sure. But how how long would you say the game is? Um, I've I've heard it takes about fifty hours to beat if you skip most of the now the ex- extemporaneous stuff. I'm am ju- I'm, ju- I'm just running the numbers here. Okay, just crunch them for me, will you? I'm crunching them. I could watch the entire Final Destination quintology. Yeah. In probably half the time it would take me to play that game, and yeah. I would get five times the amount of cheating death, and I would have the Candyman. But and you're not. I think you're mashing up your franchises first off, second off, uh, but you're not the actual one cheating death. It's it's Devin Sawa who is doing the cheating death in that uh, case. Only in the first movie. He's not. So in Xenoblade Chronicles, you play as Devin Sawa. <laughs> Can I start over? Can I do it again? You play as Devin Sawa. You're there. You get off a plane. <laughs> and then a teenager gets hit by a bus. All right, let's let's. This sounds like a great game. Let's. It's move, actually pretty good. Let's. And I'm just glad that Devin saw was getting work because <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's. It's it's like uh, Bruce Willis in Apocalypse. They mm-hmm. scan Devin Sawa in completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Russ Frushstick. Hey guys, how about you? What do you, what do you got? What's on your burner? This episode of the Best of These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so. 
you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. I've got a little game called Skylanders Cloud Patrol. No I way. I thought you were shitting us. Shut up. I was not joking. You thought I was joking? I'm not joking. You played better games this week. I know uh, you did. Not necessarily. <laughs> when did this come out? <laughs> I don't actually know what else I played this week. It came out last week. What is for it? For iOS. iOS? It's an iOS game. Do you put your toys on the phone? Yeah. So you stick your um <clears throat> your Skylander toys on the iPad, and you rub it around until like the iPad screen gets kind of messed up. And then you take it off, and you go to the store, and you return your iPad <laughs> for a new one. And then you can play Cloud Patrol. Okay. Yeah. So Vicarious Visions uh, made this game, Skylanders Cloud Patrol. They made, uh, you know, uh, what was the last X-Men Marvel game? Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance Marvel Ultimate too? Alliance they made. So they made some good games. Sure. And uh, now they're bringing that expertise to mobile phones. Uh, Cloud Patrol sort of plays like, sort of like Fruit Ninja meets like a targeted, uh, like a carnival game where you're shooting trolls and stuff like that and they borrow some elements from jetpack joyride where you're completing missions to like unlock gems and those gems unlock skylanders that you can buy in the in-game store but you could also use your code on the back of your little skylanders toy to unlock guys in the ios game it's it's pretty fun like all things you know i realize there's a lot of scoffing going around about the skylanders but for an ios game you know, pretty pretty boss. I enjoyed it. My, can I? Do you mind? Absolutely. My wife is addicted to Skylanders. She would love this game. She, uh, you don't. I don't mean addicted like playfully. Like, oh, she plays so much. I, I mean, we're late on our mortgage on the house that we own together because it's all Wait. it's all Skylanders. I don't understand because I'm not married. Right. You don't You're own a married, house. Who, Who is this wife? It's a secret. It's a secret wife, but she's addicted to Skylanders. Wait. She loves it's, it? a, it's a goof. <laughs> it's a goof. <laughs> this is the danger of being the one who edits the podcast, because Griffin feels like he could just 
get get some freeform jazz goofs going. Let me just hey, <laughs> just experiment, and see where it goes, and then edit it later. I was at Denny's the other day, and you know what the waiter said to me? <laughs> what did he say? What did he say? He didn't. Oh, this is train wreck. People watched our video and they thought, "Boom! I like these guys. I can get on board with the this video, this video show. I like these cats." And then this is what we deliver to them. Oh wait, I wanted to say something about Skylanders oh, Cloud Patrol. God. Yeah, maybe oh, you should. Uh, what? Just go. Okay, so you can actually do like, like Panzer Dragoon style like lock on systems where you can like get five guys locked on at once and then let go for like a homing shot and mm. you get bonus points. So there's a lot of tactics involved. Hey, hey, Russ, just yep. like a just like some maybe workshop pro tips for the besties. Maybe next time open with the ways in which it is like Panzer Dragoon order. And not mm-hmm. with the ways is like Fruit Ninja Connect and Carnival games. Like, are you are you trying <laughs> to lose? Are you purposely sabotaging yourself? But I, I, I came around eventually. I, I'm going to be honest. It's a it's a little troubling that every like feature you mention from the game, you're like, oh yeah, it's got Seaman's fish uh, raising uh, me- mechanics. You can talk it's to got, the Skylanders too. They just don't talk back. You can talk. to... <laughs> got a little field runners in there it's not i'm gonna be honest it sounds pretty derivative sorry vicarious i haven't played your game but I'm, i mean it I'm, doesn't sound I'm ready any more derivative than a jrpg yeah how's that spiky hair treating you <laughs> it's, except i actually i talk it's got time travel yeah they've never had that guys i don't like that i think that i think the burns are getting a little too real on this show yeah it's getting real rancorous let's like talk about something nice what's pleasant that has happened to somebody this week What's well, like a nice hey, relaxing thing? I when I flew back from Pax East, I was in line at the Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, I saw a United pilot, and I was <laughs> pretty out of it just because uh, I was just riddled with Pax plague, and uh, I thanked him for his service. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! wait. <laughs> so you're what, saying what, what a normal pilot? It was a United Airlines a, pilot. He's, he's in his United Airlines uniform. He was in front of me. Waiting in line at Dunkin' Donuts, waiting to get a donut, and you're like, he was checking is- out. We were we were ready to check out. There was a woman in front of us. We were making awkward small talk, and I just looked at his his badge. I think he may have had some stripes, which was confusing. And I said, "Thank you for your service." Did- and then he just sort of smiled and nodded, and and then he bought his you know mocha latte. Did he f- land your plane? I do not think he was the pilot on my flight. So when you meant service, you mean his military service, which he may or may not have had. I was, I, I, Russ, I can't find reason in the thing that I did or said. Earlier that day, I was at the convention center and I had just finished eating a sandwich and I went to throw away the clamshell package that the sandwich came in. So I went to throw it away and I realized that it was a recycle bin that was like up against a pillar. So I walked around to the other side of the pillar and started to throw it away into the garbage can. But then I realized it wasn't a garbage can at all. It was a man who was dressed in gray and sitting down. And I started to throw my garbage into him. And I said, he looked at me very confused because I was handing him my clamshell sandwich package. And he looked at me very confused. And I said, sorry, you look like a garbage can. And it was, was he from, proud of that. He looked. I wasn't proud of it. No, and no. He looked. Was he like was he? Oh, cosplaying he as looked a garbage can? very hurt. Because <laughs> if he was cosplaying as a garbage can, I, I think he'd be honored. No greater I, compliment. I'm no. He just w- was very plain looking and cylindrical. It, anyway, Sunday was not a great day for me socially. <laughs> 
You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts and you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution, save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month? Say bye to your overpriced wireless plan's jaw-dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar? To get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. <laughs> I want to tell you about my game this week. It's called Epic Sax Guy. Uh, and it is a flash game made by Pippin Bar, who's made a bunch of other things. Uh, and it is based on a YouTube uh, video of a very exciting performance from Eurovision uh, 2010, I think it was. Oh, that was a good year. Uh, it was a great Eurovision. year. And this guy uh, was, he is a, a saxophonist. Who did this amazing solo? Uh, he's part of this Moldovan dance pop trio called the Sunstroke Project, and uh, the the video itself is this uh, amazing guy with like a sleeveless shirt and spiky hair and sunglasses and fingerless gloves playing a saxophone. It's amazing, but the game is about is sort of like a career sim slash rhythm game for that guy. So when you start the game, it this the all he did in the saxophone video is play the solo it's like literally like 10 notes and in the game you start off practicing that like in your bedroom practicing these 10 notes and you play using the 1 2 3 4 5 6 keys on your keyboard and it's actually legitimately difficult to do to to play and you practice in your bedroom at first and then you move into the studio and there's a jam session and then you're actually performing um, the 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 song, uh, you know, at Eurovision. And then the end game is someone made an epic sax guy ten hour video on YouTube. And the last thing you can do in the game is actually play for ten hours as you see YouTube commenters um, continue to to add to your video. Uh, and it's all got this sort of very charming eight uh, bit style to it, maybe even less than eight bit. It's probably hovering around like Atari. 2600 level uh but it's uh better than that come on give him some credit it's it, it actually gets in your head and once you get that one riff stuck in your melon uh it, it kind of makes you keep going back to the game because it gets gets locked up there uh but it's it's actually enjoyable to play and it's fun and it's a cute idea and i like it a lot so this Can is we... a game based on a true story it's based on a heroic true story of one man one saxophone and one dream 
It's basically a biography then, it right? It's a biography game telling the true life story of one man and one saxophone and one dream. Is it better or way better than Beatles Rock Band in that sense? In this sense, Beatles Rock Band, you can't connect. You can only connect with half of them yeah. because the other half are dead. So sure. in this game, you connect with this one guy who I'm assuming is still alive unless he just, you know. Very recently perished. Very recently died. Uh, and I'd rather not think about that. So you can connect with this guy. You can feel his story. Uh, you can live his his dream. And uh, and it's it's actually fun, especially in the jam session, because they give you like the backing track. It's all MIDI uh, based versions of this song, but they give you the backing track and you can just kind of noodle. You can just go for it. Just really play the sax solo that you have in your heart. Is, can it, we... an, is it an alto saxophone or is it a tenor? Oh, that's a great, great question. Uh, it, it is a it is a saxophone. So. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a, it's a bit, what it's a Brunson, it's a it's a Targum saxophone so if you look oh, at the it's video, one of the good ones it's, yeah uh, it's a good one it is okay. can i jam can i noodle for a bit while you guys yeah keep please. talking about the game dun, 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 dun. wow griffith's pretty good Griffin is actually doing a pretty good job. So that, 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 that is the idea. So it's a uh, it's a lot of fun, and is is actually it's it's a it's an, a pleasant enough little diversion, and it actually scores you how well you perform and stuff like that. So uh, it's very it's it's neat. Stepping sax guy it's made by Pippin Bar, get it. If you do a bad job at the saxophone, can you see into the future and see yourself doing a bad job, and then I guess just play the saxophone? You better? are so. This guy is so good that there literally cannot be a future. There's a time lock on how awesome his solo is. Oh, man. He actually cannot alter it because it is that awesome. So there's no reality in which the solo won't be great. Is is there a version where you can play as an American saxophonist? Uh, No, not to my knowledge. I don't want to sound, I don't want to sound xenophobic. I don't want to sound xenoblade. But <laughs> I don't want to sound xenomorph. I'm just saying all the best saxophonists came from the United States of America and that's all I mean, I mean can sorry you name can you name a, Dizzy a saxophonist that didn't come from America Jonathan Coltrane John... Jonathan Colton uh that didn't come from America yeah uh Yahoo Serious that's, um, a big one yeah he's that's, a, that's pretty much the biggest one uh uh let's Was see there... the kid and Alex Mack originally from America is that's a very very deep cut that you just dropped on us. Yo Yo Ma started off uh, he's with a cellist. He no, he's a cellist now, but he started off on on reed based instruments. Who else? Hey guys, who else isn't from America that I can make jokes about? Uh, um, those are actually the only non Americans I know. Okay, is Yahoo Serious. Uh, Yakov Smirnov. Yakov Smirnov. He's got to be a um, saxer. Dalai Lama. Dalai Lama. Dolly Parton. Is Princess a, Diana. Princess Diana. I hate this show. Um, uh, hey, Chris, huh? did you play a game this week? Jet Li. Okay, uh, the game I have brought is Fez, and it is a uh, 2D platformer in which you play as a white uh, guy, and you... Uh, now, it, hold on. Why, why, you, why, is that, why is that an important piece of information to share, to which, share with which us? Which part? The white guy part. Well, the fact that he's white. They... 
I mean, he's a white guy. Right. Be about that though. Would it be better if I called him a ghost? Yes. Is he a ghost? I don't. I mean, he has legs. I want you to be. Ghosts don't have legs. Everyone knows that. I want you to be factually accurate. So, like, just say that he's like a just a person. It's a person. It's like a white person. No, but <laughs> it doesn't have to be a white person. Just a person. Because okay. he's starring in the game. Is that why you're stuck up on? Would it be better if I maybe like I restart? Yeah. Start okay. again. Start again. Okay. Uh, Fez is a 2D platformer in which you play as a, a person. Are That's that, you're right. That, that just doesn't better? sound. It's not descriptive no. at all. What, how would you describe you play as a, a white person? There we go. Okay, that's fine. That okay, sounds great. So it's a two D platformer in which you play as a white person, and uh, and you jump around this uh, this pixely world, and you collect little uh, yellow square cube things. Uh, but are you ready for the twist? Literally, here's you you twist the world because it looks two D, but then you hit uh, one of the shoulder buttons. And then you uh, you see it from another angle. So there are four angles. Like it's a giant box. You're seeing the world as if it is pivoting around this box. And then you solve puzzles in the world by like uh, changing your perspective as a white person. That seems uh, as uh, can I do you mind if I mm-hmm. as a white person I Go have on. never changed my perspective about anything, <laughs> right. especially not Japanese games. Yeah, especially. So I. Ha, ha, there's been a lot of hype, I think, about this game. It, it mm-hmm. has been an, sort of an, an indie darling for so long that the indie scene probably just needs to marry it at this point. It's, it's been in development for three and a half years? Five, seven, 37 years of development. Phil Fish's dad started it, of course, as we all know the story, and then Phil Fish uh, finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, what his father, Philip, who, who was, here. funnily enough, uh, was a Shriner. Yeah, he was. That's what Hints, the whole Hints thing. the inspiration. I thought he was a fish. No, he. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow. Good one. Pretty good goof. Uh, <laughs> Chris, the, how does it live up to sort of the long runway that's been painted out in front of it? Um, it is pretty good. A winning endorsement. <laughs> that's the uh, kind of insight that you turn to. It 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 feels like. In NES game, uh, in the best and worst ways possible. Uh, it, like, the music is like a great kind of throwback. Uh, the gameplay is very simple. You just kind of hop around and find things and solve, uh, puzzles. Uh, but it's also, it's, I mean, it's difficult for one, uh, which is okay. That's good for a puzzle game. But it's difficult in, uh, less enjoyable ways, like kind of navigating the world. Uh, the world is broken up into these little, like, segments or little floating islands. And they are, I don't know, they're like, they're bookended, or not bookended, but they're kind of taped one to the other. And to get from, like, point A to, say, point C may involve, like, tons of backtracking or, uh, dealing with a portal system that isn't, uh, the best. But it looks, gorgeous and it sounds awesome the soundtrack is, it, is, is great. sorry before you go on about the soundtrack is it like a big open world like a metroidvania style world <sighs> kind of kind of like a metroidvania i mean there are lots of like hidden things but it's not like a metroidvania in the sense of if you learn something later you can go back to the beginning and use it there's not yeah, a lot it's, of that because I, you I'm don't almost, learn anything new right you're just jumping and spinning the world That's the, the, the only learning is very 
it's very real. Like you'll find a yeah. like a QR code and you'll scan it and it'll give you a hint for a puzzle that you just couldn't solve earlier. But you're not getting like you're not getting like the double jump or something. That's yeah, a joke, you, right? You, you the don't... QR code thing. No, that's real. There and it's two... totally it's it's no kidding. The first time I did it, it was pretty baller. So you literally take a picture of the screen and like uh-huh. upload it. Uh huh. I can't even tell if you're goofing on me or not. I swear to God. Pretty cool. It's wow. neat. I'm telling you, it's 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 really neat. <laughs> uh, that sounds cool, Chris. It is cool. I mean, I, I can't. I'm, I can't I'm help but notice. I'm sensing some like um, a little bit of disappointment, maybe in your voice. Is that I mean, accurate? Three and a half years is a long time to wait for a game that was that was really really hyped, uh, and it's definitely good. It, you know, it's it's weird. I wouldn't change anything about it at all. I think Phil made the game that he wanted to make, which is great. Uh, but in like in pursuing that NES feel, I mean, it's just a, it's a game that I'm not entirely used to. Uh, I'm not used to like kind of being punished for play. Uh, Arthur Arthur in his review called it obtuse, and I think that's the best word imaginable to describe some of the the stuff about it, especially the navigation. Yeah, maybe archaic also. Hmm. By it's, design, it, sure. it's also very pulchritudinous. Uh huh. Is it? Would Is you it? say it's avuncular? Uh, I wouldn't call it avuncular in the sense that it doesn't have an uncle. Um, so clearly, Chris did not feel super strongly about that game. I, I liked it better than Chris did. It sounds like I I liked it better than I liked uh, Zeno Gears. Okay, uh, not the name of the game. Zeno. <laughs> Just Zeno. say Zeno. We'll know what you're talking about. Zeno uh, Warrior Zeno. Princess. Of all the games we have this week, only one teaches you how to play saxophone. So I think Epic Sax okay. Guy is the best game of the week. Well. First off, it's based on a meme that my that my grandmother invented in 1936. Nani. That my nanny invented in, in 1922. So, so I'm not sure. Sh- you have a, a closer attachment to it then? No, I'm saying it was. I'm I, the same. You know how I don't have an attachment with the Doobie Brothers, right? It's basically the same thing. Because I think we could so old because it start knocking games out. Very, very yeah, I, I already know. Be knocked out. Yeah, okay. I agree. Also, I already know how to play saxophone. Like, I I know how to. Russ, your game sounds like the pits. Dude, it's Panzer Dragoon Orta, but with Skyland. Oh, you didn't open with that, Dad. But I remembered it afterwards. It's Panzer Dragoon Orta with Fruit Ninja Connect, with Jetpack Joyride, with Draw Something, with Angry Birds, Birds Space, with Bejeweled, Plants vs. Zombies. (laughs) And Farmville. And Farmville. Don't worry about it. Let me just say, my game has... QR codes too, but way better. QR okay. codes. I'm gonna go with Fez because I think it is actually Fez. a better game than Xenoblade. Fez Thank is you. probably the best game of the week, right? Yeah. Now I'm gonna vote question. for the Sax Guy game. Thank okay. you. Shut Thank up. You. Uh, now here's the question: Fez is obviously the best game of the week. Can we make a case for? And I don't want to rush this. Can we make a case for Fez being a better game than Journey? Here's what I, I have one argument for it, okay. and I think it's because it's the antithesis of Journey, because where Journey is sort of bringing world peace, Fez is all about hatred towards other races. So if wow. you wanted to, like, make the argument, it's almost like light and dark. Why? Why? Even, why? Because it stars a white guy, and it's really offensive. Here, can I... <laughs> can we try this? How about this? Hey, Journey, you've had, like, a month and a half to solve... No. The, the the Middle this, East um, crisis, oh my God. and you haven't Griffin, done it right. yet. It's ineffective. 
It's a beautiful Middle dream East, that we kept alive. <laughs> Middle East tries journey. Yeah, it but Fez can't just win by default. Like, it just happened to walk through the no, door. No, but I'm saying the merits of Journey have been depreciated by the hard, hard truth of time. And, you know, oh God, by playing so Fez, I've, I've learned to look at things from new perspectives. Exactly. Uh, guys, I don't, I'm No, I don't at, want to kill Journey yet. I'm looking at routers, routers right now, and the headline from today is Middle East mediators seek to revive Israel-Palestine peace talk. That is from today. It is ha it is making a dent. I'm sorry, Fez. You're a good game, but Journey is, in fact, still working its magic to cure the Middle East. Is there a mention of Journey in the story? It is. It mentions. It does mention Netanyahu. Okay, but no mention. I think of he Journey. worked not... on Journey. Actually, yeah, he got an executive producer credit. I think, but okay. it's mostly honorary. Also, did you call Reuters routers? Reuters. That's what I said. You okay, definitely, I said. definitely said routers. Yeah, I thought you were on scene. I, I was saying it. I was saying it. I knew it was wrong, but my brain wouldn't tell me how to say it right. <laughs> um, so I just said it. I just love that your head's in the game. When we're yeah. when we're all just like recording and just sort of finding, just sort of exploring the space. I was Googling to see if the Middle East peace process had been completed yet. I was Googling to see if there was peace in the what, Middle East. What specifically did you Google? I'm curious. I... <laughs> Google Israel Palestine peace news. <laughs> Israel Palestine, what's up, please? How are you guys Palestine, doing? Give me the scoop. She, uh, yeah, it's not it's not fixed, but like there was some kind of breakthrough because we're really trying to get those peace talks going again. Okay. So I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't support unseating Journey this week for Fez because Journey. I don't want. I want to give Journey time to work, and it seems to be having an effect. What but do Journey, think? don't don't rest on your laurels. I'm just saying, more work you to be gotta, done. We got to have a deadline for it. For I'm saying two weeks. Finish. If it's not done by besties, what is this? Episode six. This is episode eight. <laughs> you so got two weeks, Journey. April. Journey, Basically, make it work. First week of first episode of May. Peace process needs to be in full effect. Like, I don't care what's the best game across the border. It could be Skylanders Cloud Patrol 2, for all I care. I don't care what game we pick is the best game of the week on the first week of May. It's, it, is, it is displacing Journey if Journey can't get it together. Here's, here's my question. If Journey does get it together... We'll have to start a new is podcast. It, is it the best game of all time? Do we, yeah, it, well, do we just it will give be the up? last episode of this podcast. Yeah. Which, after this one, I'm pretty sure people will be okay with. Yeah, people will be very comfortable with that. So, there you have it, folks. Fez is the best game of the week, but it doesn't unseat Journey, which seems to be making a dent in uh, in in thawing out the glacier of contempt over there in the Middle East, uh, which is a, an apropos metaphor because it is very cold there. <laughs> very uh, cold, very arid. Very cold. Make sure you uh, go to our new website, polygon.com, and sign up for our mailing list. You can also find all of our video game coverage at theverge.com forward slash gaming. Follow us on Twitter at Polygon and... Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you join us next week for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games?
Peace.